I want to hear more about valley fever. So it's because people living in the valley inhale prehistoric dinosaur dust? Yeah. So we are on a, I don't know all the right, uh, I guess, dinosaur words, but we're on a an old ocean bed, right? And so up oh, in the hills, yeah. there's actually places like called um, Shark Tooth Hill where you okay. can go dig out prehistoric shark teeth. But Is it something about the teeth of the shark? That- basically, you're breathing like prehistoric microbes it sounds like a horror story it sounds like a what do you call it hp lovecraft hp lovecraft type of thing like yeah, those yeah. are the spirits of the prehistoric sharks are getting in your in people's minds and making them maybe crazy it's, but it's what killed them maybe it's the microbes that killed them and now it's infecting you does it does it have any effects does it give you asthma or does it just is it, is it benign what if it has positive effects you know like we've always lived in this environment is it everybody that lives in north america or is it just a worldwide phenomenon that everybody has these what do you call it shark dust it's particular to this like region. So it's through like the Central Valley and then down through um, uh, the Southwest. I think it goes uh-huh. all the way through to like New Mexico. So having grown up in wet in the Western United States, you and I we're are fine. Like, we're okay. What do you mean? What do you mean we're fine? Like we don't like have we it? didn't breathe, we didn't breathe the shark dust. <laughs> Seemingly oh. fine. Okay. Seeming, I mean, you know, like relatively speaking. I, I went to a fossil ridge. This was in. Um, Is that a strip club? No, <laughs> no, that would be an awful name for us. I would imagine Fossil Ridge is where featured dancers like Betsy DeVos would be performing. Cool. Well, that's where I'm going to be going then. Now that I know, it's like you meet someone and then you find out, oh, they have an OnlyFans. And, you know, so it's like that with Betsy DeVos. I wonder if she has an OnlyFans by now. Who's Betsy, Betsy DeVos? DeVos? Betsy DeVos is the former secretary of education. Oh, Betsy DeVos. I thought yeah, you yeah, said yeah. the boss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Betsy, Betsy the boss. boss is a good... That's a good stripper name. I think we should get started with the show though, because I think we should. It's do hot. This. We're in here. It. We're all in here sweating. I, maybe you, all you have AC, but Jake makes me turn AC off because it's so loud. I can't even have a fan on. He says oh. I have to have the windows closed. He doesn't let me drink refreshments either. So the whole yeah. thing is nope. just getting. I just get punished by Jake for an hour. You're a loud swallower, Phil. <laughs> is I've that been true? To talk have to you, you listened to the podcast? Does this go you, back to the Fossil Ridge conversation? Yes. Do you, do you ever <laughs> yeah. hear me? Uh, do you ever listen to the podcast and you hear me like sniveling or they hear me like? Uh, we hear you whimpering, probably oh, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can let's start it. Let's, let's All right, do okay. the thing. Okay, make sure you edit the part out where you talk bad about me. Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything and I'm Phil. And I'm Jake and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode we take items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net and you can find a link to that in the show notes. So, Phil, we've known each other since we were teens. Once, while on an amusement park ride. If I recall correctly, it was a sword and sorcery themed roller coaster. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, the ride turned out to be some kind of portal into a realm of fantasy type stuff. There we met a little person in robes who presented us with an infinity sided die. On each side of the die was written a different item, and together they made up a ranked list of everything. We memorized the list, of course. But then another portal opened, and a cadre of concerned Christian moms emerged to warn us that the realm we were in was controlled by a malevolent force. Who could it be? I don't know, maybe... mm. Designed to turn us into disciples of the devil. Oh yeah, that makes sense. It's Satan. So, to save our eternal souls, we escaped with them and spent the next many Sundays unmemorizing the contents of the list. So we can not only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of friends and listeners... We reassemble the list of every damn thing. The list is now at 298 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Dancing Queen, that's the song by Abba, not like a, a, a real-life situation, and Gary Busey are in the middle of the list. Now, Gary Busey, of course, is not Barry Busey. Is a real-life situation. Who is a, a guy that we invented, like just yeah. to, as an example of what we're not talking about. 
Um, so yeah, that's the list as it stands. We're almost at 300. I think we're going to get yeah, 300 we today. Yeah, we are. Unless uh, we get deadlocked. Unless we do. Yeah, if you want to look at the complete list, go mm-hmm. to everydamthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. And we're joined by um, two guests. So this is what you call a uh, a fatal four-way. Oh, wow. Yeah, fatal four-way. Ho- yeah. Hopefully it's not fatal. Yeah. Um, I'm here to deadlock. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there right now. Uh, our guests are Jason and Melissa, uh, both previous yeah. guests, both friends. It's going to be a fun time. I brought my deadlock shoes. This will add some tension to the episode. Let's see if okay. we can get um, to 300 in this episode. Let's see if we can, yeah. So the first thing we're going to rank was submitted by Ashley C. It's Dungeons & Dragons. Now, Ashley wasn't specific when she submitted it as to whether or not we're ranking specifically the game or should we just are we ranking sort of the whole media franchise, everything Well, it's a game it. and then what else is there? There's a, there's the cartoon from there's the There's a cartoon. Uh, from the there's, 80s. There's, there's a movies, movie with Jeremy Irons. Yeah, there's, uh, there's some um, toys. Uh, there's some really popular podcasts right now that have like actual play. Um, wow. happening with people uh, both are they have a youtube and a podcast where you're actually just watching other people play yeah it's like okay. different different groups of people would do that that's a, it's like mm-hmm. a it's also just like i feel like the game itself is more popular than it's ever been in the past it's just like uh-huh. a lot of yeah. it seems to be going on i'm, I'm not playing it i played a so lot wait, hold on let's establish here are we oh, ranking the game just the game or are we let's ranking talk, it as as a media we'll just talk about the, we'll we just also, talk about the game are we not like, we're not ranking the porno is there a porno? Oh, is there a porno? Is there a, a porno? porno for everything? Come on, I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but a, it would come on. But, but it would have a funny title that would, it was. Uh, it would have like a pun title, you know. No, I mean? you can keep it at Dungeons and Tr- Pants Dragons. Nowadays, it's something oh. called like not really Dungeons and Dragons, a legally distinct parody or something. People are really lazy with titles <laughs> yeah. nowadays. Yeah. You know, like it's not like it's not like it used to be. Like it used to be, people would come up with like a, a wacky title, and you, there was some real creativity at work. But that's. Those long gone are those days. Our culture is really in the in the in sex the dungeons and dragons. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. Sex um, dragons and dungeons. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So we so we won't talk about the uh, the. I think we should say the game. Mostly it's a okay. game. We're, t- we're talking about it's mostly a game. the game. Then it's invented okay. by Gary Gygax. I want to say in the late, early seventies, which is a so great late, name. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe late sixties. Maybe there's other people involved, but that's the name that I always remember. Right. So there, there's um, another guy because they got in a like a big feud. Oh, legal dispute. Oh, yeah. Dispute. Oh, they both yeah. had their wizard books out, casting spells on one another. So the game, and it's kind of based on, there had been games like it in the past. You know, like it's it kind of evolved out of other sort of games, you know, like little strategy war games and whatnot. But um, it's like a fantasy role-playing game, and it's traditionally set in like kind of a Tolkien, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a, like a, a Middle-earth type situation. Yeah. But like when you think of it, it's it, there's no reason why it shouldn't be in an Indiana Jones type setting, except that just that... The people who are really into Lord of the Rings or really into uh, Conan or whatnot who right. created it, right? It's it's funny because it's like when people think of a role-playing game, they think of Dungeons & Dragons. And then right, yeah, think of Dungeons & Dragons... Like, it's the definitive role-playing game. But yeah. but because of that, when you think of role-playing games, you think about, oh, yeah, it's a game where... Like, there's nothing in it that would that would say that, like, why is that setting more fun than any other setting? But it seems to be the most popular setting is a f- somewhat Tolkien-inspired thing, right? People don't play, like... A- I think it's because that setting provides... Structure. And archetypes. So many different... Yeah. So many different archetypes. Is there um, a biblical role-playing game? Like you think there, there would have been is. in the eighties? They've been like, we got we to keep these kids yeah. off of here. Why don't we have a Bible role-playing game? It seems like that would be a thing, right? I think that's called Catholicism. I mean, but like where you get points and you get experience yeah. points and you go up levels. And oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, Scientology, okay. but then oh. also um, indulgences. Like, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, so like, those are the ways you level up. Yeah, so, and Mormonism is is got all, the, all of that as well too. 
I would have thought if you would have asked and me 20 years cool ago, underwear. Yeah. I would have said uh, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons won't be around by, you know, 2020. And the reason is because there are all these video games that give something something like a an approximation of that sort of thing. Uh, and people can live in that world in, in that way. But the thing is, I was wrong because that's not doesn't seem to be what people get out of Dungeons and Dragons. They want the community. They want to be with their friends. They want to be like chilling and like telling a story together, which is what the fun of it is, right? Right. Yeah. And when I you guess play a role-playing video game, you're not inhabiting a role. I mean, you get to customize your character in a video game. It's still just within the parameters of the programming. For Dungeons and Dragons, you have those archetypes and and then you get to like make it your own. Yeah, there's not really any border to it. It's pretty much infinite, right? You can make up yeah. a story and as long as it's, you know, not uh, conflicting too much with what, it, what the other people are saying, right? It's, and it's collaborative storytelling, which is fun. Yeah. That's exciting. It makes sense to me now. Of course, that would be more popular. Of course, that people would find that fun. It didn't occur to me. I was like, why is it so popular now? Like, why now and not more, more than 20 years ago? But it makes sense now. Also, like, people can start a game, you know, like they move to a new town. Like, I right. was playing in a Dungeons & Dragons game, but then uh, my guy, he, he moved out of the country. So now it's like, what am I going to do? I'm bereft. But then... I saw like there were all these like um, signs at the store and it says like, hey, join this game. We meet on these nights, you know, and, and yeah. it has like warning. It says like none of this allowed. No rules lawyers. And rules lawyers are like <laughs> people who are they're trying to like maximize for um, like being stronger. But without yeah. like, you know, they 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 do rules lawyers. It makes it a lot very fun. You know, I would imagine I mean, some people might like it. That's what some people want. I want to like, go back to square one really quick. By the way, what you're oh. what, what you're describing is also like AA, I think. Um, in that, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they move to a new town and they can yeah, get friends yeah. through the jump AA. In on one. So, oh, totally. To, to, I, I've never played it, but um, there should be uh, an AA theme Dungeons and Dragons where it's like it's all about avoiding uh, 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 drinking. I bet you could. I bet you there are AA Dungeons and Dragons like. Uh, uh, oh sure, know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like those chapters it, where like, that's yeah. what they do. Oh yeah, for sure. Go to um, AA meetings. Well, yeah. like the AA meeting is the game, and like they and in the game, do you think in the they, game the they characters drink? drink? Yeah. No, I think in the yeah. game they don't drink. Who's that the doesn't. dungeon master? The dungeon master. The, basically, you go to an AA meeting. No, I've never been to an AA meeting, so I'm only speculating here. But I imagine mm. you go to an AA, an AA meeting. That's actually why we're all here, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so you go there, and then uh, they start the meeting, and then they start talking about like, um, oh, we're going into the uh, into the dungeon. You know what I mean? It's just like a regular D and D game, except like if you find the mead or you find the go to the tavern, you're like, oh, we don't drink in the tavern though. Like you know everything. Or like you other than lose, that, yeah, you sounds like you're singing a Florence and the Machine song. Well, maybe I should be, man. Um, um, so, so yeah, to, so what, let's, I'm going to go back saying? to some people, it's possible some listeners don't really know what we're talking oh. about. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. Role-playing like, game. What I'm are you listening and I have no idea what you're talking about. So, okay. it's, a, <laughs> so it's, a, it's a tabletop game. It's invented in the, in the seventies and it's where essentially you, well, Melissa, you've done it recently, right? You tell uh, a story you describe, together. Like you sit down at the table and what happens? So you, the, I was looking at the Wikipedia to like, kind of just get like actual information. And I thought it was really, they called it structured, but open-ended. And so what you do is you have a group of people who want to sit down and like be in an adventure together. So you build your character. So maybe you're, you have a character class and a character race. So maybe you're a half elf druid, right? So you build your character and there's a, there's a formula for building your character and you have someone who's called the dungeon master, which sounds very dramatic, but the dungeon master is really um, just the storyteller. And so kind of a referee what, in some referee ways too, right? Kind of too, yeah, right? Like, a ref- they're, they're yeah, a referee. They're, they, they keep track of like um, what's happening in the story and the, and the causes and effects for everything that's happening. So it's and, kind of like reading a story and getting to be part of it. 
And they try um, to move you along. So you're yes. like, like sometimes it might feel like you're on rails a little bit in a sense that like the, they kind of try to push you to, to, to ask somebody about, or, you know, to go to a certain place. But if you want, you can just not go to that place. But like, yeah. eventually you're going to end up at that place if they want you at that place badly enough. They built up a whole thing that takes place when you look inside the tree. So if you don't ever look in the tree, it can be very frustrating for them. They're like, so oh, it's gotta be, I've, yeah. I've never been a dungeon master, but it's, they are, they're like the, they like weave the tapestry of the story, right? Yeah, so yeah. they're the people that, that know what's behind the closed door. And you as a group of adventurers like have to decide whether or not you, you knock on the door or not. Yeah, and but it, if it's you not don't always... knock on it, then they did all that work for nothing of figuring out well, what would be also, on the door. I mean, last night we killed like our big monster like in like two rounds, just like happened to like oh, obliterate lucky. them. So you got lucky? I was super lucky. Yeah. So this is, this is where the dice come in. So describe yeah. how the dice are used in the game. So you have um, a set of dice and that's where you'll see people talk about like D20, right? So... A D20 is a 20-sided die. Or you have a D6, which is what most people know is like a regular like playing dice. And then you have a variety of other dice that have their polyhedral. So I think that's the right word. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're different it's kind shapes. Of I identify yeah. as polyhedral. It, so. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's like you have to go to the ridge. An eighteen if you want to if you want to hit the uh, the goblin with the sword. But if you if you use the smaller sword, which doesn't hurt the goblin as much, you only have to roll a sixteen. Let's say so. Exactly. You, then yeah. you roll the dice, and and the dungeon master says, mm, but because it's dark, I'm gonna say you have to add a, roll a, an eighteen instead of a seventeen because it's dark and you can't see with the goblin or whatever. And then you add up those numbers, and then you roll the dice, and then. Um, you either hit the goblin or you don't hit the goblin. If you hit the goblin, the dungeon master says like, good job, you really hit the goblin. Your your life's really looking up, you know? The goblin staggers away. And if you miss the goblin, he says, um, oh, the go-. when I say the dungeon master, I said he or she says this. The dungeon master then says, oh, they, uh, they yeah, that's what I meant. Um, the dungeon master, they say, hey, um, you miss the goblin. The goblin laughs at you and then scampers away. Can I get an example of how the goblin laughs? Oh, I'm something like... <laughs> It's a good goblin yeah. laugh. Yeah, that's a really so, good goblin laugh. I I feel like it's it's fun if you, but like my problem with D and D always why I, I I'm not that interested in it is like the, not enough nudity. The well you there could be as much nudity as there's you partial want. Partial nudity. You could I mean, be like yeah. I take my clothes off and, and I like was gonna ask a big appeal when I was a kid was it yeah, was a lot is. of like I mean, a lot of like girls in chainmail and stuff. There's a lot of like barbarian women in chainmail and what about men kid. in chainmail? That too. That too. I'm just saying like uh, there's a, there's like. It's like Conan type stuff, you know. Real quick, side topic in chainmail. Yeah, I've always had a concern with over the chest, the nipple getting caught in between the chainmail, and then oh, like, getting tight. Like when people then, run in a marathon. Yeah, like cutting your nipple off in the chainmail. I think there's a piece you, you of, of sort of seal skin or something on the inside there. Seal yeah. skin. Something. All right, like I'm that. out. No chainmail for me. <laughs> some sort of mole skin into. or something. Mole skin. I'm out. Not a real. He means an enchanted fiber that grows out in the yeah. magic forest. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't come from any animal, Jason. Okay, <laughs> yeah. sounds good. Then I'm in. Uh, Another important so, aspect of the game is that it is collaborative. There isn't a winner or a loser in it. I mean, you can lose, but oh. a person can die. But it's not like you're competing against one another. Or if you are, you're doing it wrong, right? Is there a hierarchy though? Like there well, really no, is a loser, but no one well, talks about the no, loser. You're, you're but everyone part, knows you that's a, a loser. You, you play, play as a group, and, and everybody has yeah, and everybody yeah. has different strengths and weaknesses. So, like, you might have, like, a character who's, like, half-orc, right? So they're big and strong. So if you're going into battle, you put your half-orc out first. Yeah. Or but you have you a thief your, who can like, detect traps. Exactly. Yeah. So everybody kind of contributes to, in theory, like you're saying, the success of the 
adventure, I guess. But like, um, let's say somebody can see in the dark. It doesn't help if you're if it's never dark, right? So it's yeah. the dungeon master's job is to try to totally. set it up so that so that everybody has a chance to like contribute or, you know what I mean? And, and that's kind of like the mark of a good dungeon master, just like a good storyteller or a good anything, like a good activity director of any kind. Or like you have to keep everyone involved and engaged or else yeah. it'll be boring for them. Does the dungeon master know who everyone's strengths are? Yeah. Ahead yeah. of time. And so they build a story based on that knowledge, that prior yeah. knowledge. And you so can you buy can... a story off the shelf and like adapt yeah. it for, the, okay. for your friends. So, so what yeah. you're saying is you can't have a group of half orcs. So if everyone in that room identified as half orc, no, that's could. not going to happen. You, yeah, you, you could, could totally. You just have to make yeah. the story be something that a bunch of people who are all half orcs would. You, you, the story can't be about fitting through narrow uh, passageways, right? Because none of them are going to be able to fit through the passageway, and it won't be. It won't be any fun. So, so it's a lot yeah. like improv, is what you're. It is yeah, improv. totally. It's oh, yeah, exactly yeah. improv. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. And because and, you're and, you come across situations, and then you have to figure out like what to do, essentially, and you work as a the group dynamic. If you're with a good good group, then your group dynamic builds off each other, and it's really fun. Does it ever and, end in sexy results? So sure. that's so there's yeah, there's definitely people I think who um probably get a little too into character. Just like right, actors who work together all the time definitely probably fall in love with their Are own. Are we talking about Jared Leto from House of Gucci? Is that what, what is we're it? talking about? I don't know. Did they do it? No, he's just talking about somebody character. getting too into character, I think. Oh, I that one. <laughs> oh. that's, some, that's some Hollywood stuff. I was that's I was thinking like maybe like uh well, I don't know. It's not important, but yeah, there's probably definitely people because it is adventure and it is fun, and real life is sometimes kind of boring. Well, so if well, you're, yeah, I'm sure it happens. Not. Well, I remember. I remember group. when I was a kid, you would hear about like a kid who their character died in Dungeons and Dragons, and they they killed themselves. You know, because the yes, like there's and the game is really evil. That. There's a lot of stories like this because in the 80s, it was a big fear that Dungeons and Dragons. It was like banned all over the it country. A, it was part of the satanic yeah. panic. Satanic yeah. panic. I have that. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, satanic panic for sure. I remember and being it, scared of it as a kid, like as a, as a pretty young yeah. kid, thinking like, oh, those kids play Dungeons and Dragons, like that's fucking. That's oh. scary. You know? yeah, I got totally. the monster manual from older kids, and I just remember reading the monster manual, and it was like I loved it. You know, it's like yeah. it's like I imagine this was around the monsters. same time that you were naked in a bush running away from home. No, this Aww. that was later. I was um I was too young uh, to even know about Dungeons and Dragons uh, when I was so, naked in a bush. Well, and that Jake, it's really the Satanic Panic. Like the difference between it, like from you know when we were younger and the Satanic Panic, and now it's like a really big part. Uh, well, it's kind of buried now, but of Stranger Things, right? So now right, it's like yeah. a really big part of like popular television and popular media culture. And yeah. so well, like, in ET, they're playing it right at the start of ET. It's the same thing, right? They're I don't know. ET the... really traumatized me, so I've blocked oh. most of ET out of my. Yeah, they're life. playing the dragons at the beginning, they're, and and they're calling to the penis breath at, in the in the first scene. Like maybe not the first scene, but like when they first see the kids in ET, that's what they're up to. But oh like my God, the, whole, I, the, the thing I for me is ET like so much. I would like <laughs> I, like. Like so me, when he turns into a decrepit turd. No, I hate it when he came out of the closet screaming, and then he was dead, floating down the river. I've just never gotten over it. Well, I didn't like when they took the boy and they put the suction cups on him. That was scary to me as a boy. I thought, oh, oh no, yeah. they could put the suction cups on me. You know, I don't like that. That movie's terrible. Yeah, maybe that informed my suction cup fetish. 
Oh, you really got into it. Learning a lot about you. Yeah, you guys just mentioned. So, so here's the thing: is like I don't like Lord of the Rings type setting that much. That doesn't hold any appeal for me. I'd like to play like oh maybe a more realistic thing without uh, uh or maybe something where like where it's in a different region of the world like it takes place in, in egypt or something that might be cool right. or maybe something like edgar rice burroughs like a uh, mars type stuff or like or the popularity like a Star Wars of dungeons and dragons like spawned a lot of that stuff didn't it yeah, yeah but- i think i think there are but i don't I mean i don't know any of them i like that i mean give me the lord of the rings setting and i'm yeah all right, it, it, but it's cool because it's something that everyone idea. knows and understands. Like my son is a kid; he understands like the rules of that setting. He gets it like a wizard, uh, an elf, even though he's right. like he, he. It's not like he doesn't have that much experience with this with it as a, with fantasy genre stuff. But right. it's just that like it's stuff that you kind of just know, even if you don't know, you know because you pick it up by osmosis. Yeah, is even there though a Golden Girls played... themed Dungeons and Dragons world, there are role playing games where you can play as sitcom characters, and there are role playing games where you play as like uh, cartoons in like a um, like a Looney Tune type cartoons that hit each other with hammers and stuff. <laughs> well, and there, there's a there's well. a there are role playing games where it's like you are a World War One fighter pilot, and also where you have to make a film. It's like a movie. Uh, you make a movie together. You come up with a story, and you you know you're like movie producers or something it's like there's every kind of game you can imagine there is it's just that the the main one is this one with a fantasy setting right and that's the one if you're going to play a game that's the one it's going to be and that's the game if if you if you want to get people who are who are into playing that's the thing yeah. and to me it's like that doesn't it doesn't appeal to me that much but where do you find someone who wants to play this game that's a golden girls theme which might be cool but like you know i don't mm. know how you would advance oh another thing is um, the, it's persistent. So when you play it from week to week, you keep the same character. So if you get cut in one week, the next week you'll have a scar. You pick up where you left off. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure B. Arthur is half orc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in a good way. Yeah. What do you okay. have against orcs? <laughs> not, well, I just, I mean, it's t- too long and nerdy to really explain what I have against n- orcs here, <laughs> even though it's a D and D conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, so D and D sort of understood to be like shorthand for like ultimate geek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which like isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Like, uh, but it is. Yeah, like, it used to be it more been stigmatized. Since, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, um, it's yeah. definitely different. You I mean back when so Satan now. wasn't cool? Exactly. Yeah. And and also like it, it had a thing for like that's that like you're gonna the you, devil's gonna get you or you know like yeah. it was banned and nowadays a lot of like you know at that store I was telling you there's like parents buying Dungeons and Dragons sets for their kids so I just feel like it's much less uh, stigmatized than it used to yeah, be yeah there's a lot of people like that played it too as kids and now like there's uh-huh. like Stephen Colbert talks about playing it Vin Diesel talks yeah. about you know having played yeah, it yeah, and yeah. stuff like that so it's out there in um, the culture probably more. You know? Yeah, of course. It's hard um, to imagine, like, was Steve McQueen playing Dungeons and Dragons, like, in 1973? I, I, it's hard to imagine that he would have been, you know? Like, it's conceivable. Well, but they, I mean, I'd the watch. game wasn't invented until a year or, later. Or, like, so. with, with yeah, Jimmy Stewart, when he's, like, when they're making It's a Wonderful Life, like, in between <laughs> filming scenes like of It's rolling. a Wonderful Life, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, because Lord of the Rings hadn't been written yet, but it was probably some kind of, you know, like, Conan type stuff. Yeah. And he's playing some... That would be pretty cool to see yeah. that. I'd like yeah. to see. I wonder if there's a, a podcast where people play role-playing games, but they pretend to be like they do Hollywood impressions from the 40s. So it's like Jimmy Stewart, for example, or John Wayne or, you know, Marlene Dietrich or some, whatnot. So so you're watching these. That would be kind of cool. I Maybe mean, it sounds... Pivot. <laughs> you guys want to change your, change your format real fast. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a cartoon. Did any of you see the cartoon ever? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, I don't remember it, but it was on my TV rotation. I think that helped soften the whole thing for me. Uh, that made, made me think that it was not satanic. It's kind of funny, though, because they uh-huh. do get they get taken away into a world they can't escape from. Yeah, it I is mean, true. Like, yeah. 
Like that's yeah. the premise. I, I watched it as a kid and I, I sought it out uh, like a couple, like a year or so ago. Cause I was trying to talk about it to my kid and he didn't know what I was talking about. So, or maybe it was like, it was one of those cartoons where like um, my wife, Beth, she saw it and it gave her nightmares, but she didn't remember what it was. And so right. I was trying to, we were trying to see which one it was, but, um, and there was a movie with Jeremy Irons, but I don't remember much about it. I don't yeah. Thora Birch is in it apparently. And, um, yeah. and one of the Wayans yeah. is Marlon Wayans was in it. I don't remember. I think it's probably a pretty forgettable movie. The problem with there's and dragons is because it's a kind of a generic setting, you got to give it another story like there are all these uh, different settings of of it you know like yeah. they like yeah. dra- dragon zone or whatever you know like tell a story about a character but just calling something Dungeons and dragons it's not very appealing as a story right it well would be but like- so there are there are like uh jake was mentioned i think like you know you can buy the books off the shelf mm-hmm. uh if you're a dungeon master you want to run a game you can you can buy the books off the shelf and it gives you the parameters for the world and then yeah. you build it out of there, or you can do oh, like the a, maps home, and a homebrew. Yeah, all that yeah. information like um, is set up, and the the variety I think is huge. I don't look at the DM manuals because I don't ever want to get spoiled. <laughs> oh. Don't like that, but um, but there's there's tons of worlds and options, and really, you know, as a dungeon master, I think you can be as engaged with the built story, or you can really make it into your own or you can take the the framework of the game itself and build your own like my brother out of nowhere two years ago said if i make a game and dm do you want to play dungeons and dragons and i just about fell over because it's been years since i played and so my brother's the reason that i get to play now as like a grown-up well also you get Um, to be with your brother you get to to stay connected to your brother and like do you play in person or do you play like online like we're talking now so, so now, sorry, sorry to ruin it for the listener. No, it's really cool. Well, yeah. my brother's in Italy and he hasn't finished building his game yet. So that's Lee, oh. finish your game. Um, but I, so now I play both. So this weekend I got to play online for the first time. And I actually, if you're interested in playing, there's all these just kind of ways you can fall into it. I found this group by, um, I bought an online, um, there's a gal that makes these journals. So you have a character journal. Mm-hmm. And so she started a, a Discord. And I went to her Discord, and she was like, "I'm thinking about having a game night. Does anybody want to build a character and play?" But they, they have to I, be in the same time zone as you and whatnot, right? No, we had. Uh, I think we had Alaska to New York um, oh, for right. that. So it just, you know, you just make. It's like, I mean, it's 2022. Time zones just yeah. are fluidish, right? Um, but you have to trust so, people when they're rolling the dice, though, because no, they could be so, so cool. So I mean, and I don't want to like go too far off it, but uh. like we played on a system called Foundry, and so you have your character sheet and your um, avatar, and then when you hit roll, it actually rolls like on the table, so everybody sees your roll. So it's it's, it's so crazy pretty, that like it was it's so interesting. Crazy, it's so crazy that that is what's going off right now. Whereas yeah. You, I would have thought, oh, people are going to be playing sort of video games where it's immersive. And that's not what people want. They don't want the fantasy of being in this rendered environment of a dungeon, crawling through it, defeating monsters. They want to be in the idea of a living room with their friends, like talking well, about killing monsters and, I, I and then imagining it, dep- it in their head. I think it depends. Like my uh, imagination realm, to really sound dorky, my imagination realm has always <laughs> been, I know, right? God, no, has always been read, is reading, right? Yeah. And so... I don't even like listening to books on tape because they don't sound the same books on tape. I am so fucking old. (laughs) (laughs) Audiobooks. um, Because they don't sound like how they sound in my imagination. Well, like they're pronouncing the words inconsistently or something? Well, I mean, I probably pronounce the words inconsistently. Or you read it to yourself. 
Oh, you yeah, the voices with the don't voice? sound right. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like, no, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it better than that, Phil. I, it's I get just what like, you mean. No, I yeah. get what you mean. I get what you mean. So for me, Dungeons and Dragons or, or a game like that lets me like be in that setting without having to like figure out like why I can't open the stupid door in a video game. Yeah. And so I just like for me, it's like the medium that indulges the way my imagination works the most right and i do have a um in-person group and so i get to do both of them and it's just really cool but there is something to like working with other people and they're like you know somebody wants to be a dragonborn and so you have like a what's a a dragonborn they're half dragon how does it how can someone be half like is it some sort of magic enchantment how do you get i didn't i didn't ask it sounds like a game of thrones kind of thing (laughs) It's also the Sophia if we're talking about the Golden Girls Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I like it that you got them structured. I think we're ready to rank Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Talk Before about we rank it, it yeah. I want to give a shout out to our, um, our friend and past and future guest, Nick Galley, who's probably going to be really jealous that we are ranking <gasps> this without him. Because he oh. plays regularly and he has a, a dwarf named Abelard who is a thief and, and he told me all about the attributes of this guy and his character oh that he plays. As, and he's been playing as this character for many years. Longer than he's known me, he's been playing in the same D&D game. Should the world know that Abelador, whatever his name Did is, I say it is, right? I think is a half thief. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I can tell oh. you some a thief some is Myra's a, a thief. Yeah, thief's just a, a job. A thief is a job. It's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of. It's not like um it's like, like a hand some job. people are thieves and yeah, exactly. And some people are uh fighters and some people are yeah. magic and etc. Um yeah. but yeah. I'm ready to rank it. I think there's okay. a dragon that's good. I think it, it's a good collaborative game. It just seems like it's a good thing. I can't think of any bad side of it, except for the part where the devil comes and he takes The part that I wanted to contribute was that this game is good because it creates a chosen family for people that might not have the oh, best yeah, totally. situation. Yes. Totally. Good call. Oh, my God, that that's one. totally right. Yeah. yeah. The only, yeah. I think the, the bad thing is like the nerdy association with it, which isn't necessarily bad because right yeah. now that's very cool. Nerds are well, hella cool right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's, and, only, that's just like yeah. a stigma of, you know, like... Uh, someday like what if orange juice is like that and it's like in, orange like, juice is bad and it's always yeah. been bad that's why people don't drink it anymore do you think that that's the thing Big i think Florida about has you my son was like what was it like good. when you were a kid i said you know what it was like people drank orange juice all the time it just figured heavily into everyone's lives in a way it just doesn't anymore and the, way I, milk, yeah. the way milky used to too. yeah the way milk yeah. for sure that's not my cat is it no that's mine right. i'm so right. sorry <laughs> it's okay it's fine we should just acknowledge the that's cat. all our cats yeah what's the cat's name so that's Shirley, and I thought he was a girl at first. So his actual full name is, of course, I'm serious, and don't call me Shirley. Uh, um, <laughs> I love oh. that name for a cat regardless. Shirley, yeah. it's a good yeah. name. It's a strong so, name. Are there any games kitty. on the you list? You never fuck there, with a Shirley. There, there are games, but they're mostly lower. Well, there's the movie Game of Death at 154. Oh, and there video, there's video games, but video oh, games as a, as a broad category. Oh, there's the game Trouble. And the game's sorry. Which is a board game. I mean, it goes along with video games. It's the same kind of like immersion. But it's open ended in a way that they can't be. Yeah. Yeah. British food is kind of a game when when it comes to taste. Yeah, what? Like you're sort of pitting yourself. I think it has to go above the game Sorry, which is a, yeah. a board game I don't like. Very game Sorry is at 162. Video games are at 180. And okay. Video games have more negative sides um, than this, I think. Uh, they're more so, isolating. And, yeah, and they're yeah. also like, they do all the work. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, you have to exercise your mind and it is it good for your brain in a way like i not yeah. not to say that something is good, good because it's good for you i'm not trying to moralize but it just seems like it does something better to your brain than a video game does generally uh, i agree with you about um sorry where was sorry at? sorry was yeah, it sorry's um, okay it's sorry's a board game that's okay 162 so yeah, yeah it should, i think it should be above sorry um i mean i'm up at number 77 titties okay well let's, well, let's look see at this. Uh, a sense so, of theme okay <laughs> i just wanted to say that <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's that's an idea. I'm thinking higher. I think it, well, the Golden Girls is number 67, right? Right. I kind of think somewhere around that and Star Trek The Next Generation and anti At number 65, medicine. we have metatextuality. Okay, well, think about The Matrix. The Matrix is a movie about people who go into a world that is like yeah is a, it's, is yeah. An approximation it's inspired of the by real D&D world in some ways i think for i would sure. imagine like, how could it not be right and so yeah you, I, like do you even have the matrix if you don't have those and dragons do you even have the golden girls if people can't imagine they're putting themselves in the shoes of these four women that live in this uh, condo in florida it's like a lot of things wouldn't even be possible if there wasn't Dungeons and dragons they wouldn't exist so many things like that that we Cosplay. take for granted oh Cosplay, yeah probably yeah. People, yeah. you know, like manifesting their characters. So we're, you know. but the you know other thing in the room like, is you're talking about insane clown posse. Yeah. No, God. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, number how, 71, like, the new number yeah. 72. I, I think it's people above the matrix, to be honest. Is there I, a Three Stooges themed role playing game? Because I want to play that. I like That's it. number 71. I'm going to make from when I listen to this episode, I'm going to make a list of all the role playing games you want to um, <laughs> oh, make or exists. play. And then I'm going to find them and I'm going to make you play them with me. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, wrote, put I that, said on the that list. I wanted to. I had to. Murder She Wrote, put that on the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, Murder She Wrote, like, yeah, what are those Murder and Dragons and Cabot Cove? There's a really fun board game from like 1983 that's Murder She Wrote that's it's, super fun. It is it just is a skin of hard to find? And it's also pricey when you find it. <laughs> We've had it since like 1983, and I it is a staple it. in our holidays. Yeah, it's a staple every year. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so listen, um, you guys, right. what do you think about yes, putting it above? Let's talk about the insane clown posse. The insane clown posse. I think that's too low. Of... I think it should go above the Matrix. Hey, Jake, what number is the Matrix? Sorry, the Matrix number is 64. 64. Okay, what about karaoke? Karaoke is another thought, yeah, similar. It's an activity. Yeah. Which, it's you know, a similar so. t- similar to the Dragons. It's number fifty three. It's kind of an activity like the Dragons. It's a little more limiting, but you're you're like you're, it's it's a it's a group activity it's a you group do activity. in the dark. It doesn't have to be, but um, yeah, nobody, it's immersive. Nobody yeah. loses. It is immersive. I would I like karaoke more than D and D. I feel uh, like I've done so it more. Than, than I would I, say on I, my quest to move Bill Paxton down further, in between oh, ducks and her. Bill Paxton. <laughs> Ooh, well. <laughs> Because <laughs> I do I, like ducks more than I like the idea. What's, what's of wrong with Bill Paxton? Yeah, what's what's right with Bill Paxton? Jake? Everything, oh, man. man. You ever watch Aliens? Yeah, you ever when, see? Yeah. Uh, in True Lies, when he's trying to get with Jamie Lee Curtis, he's got that mustache. Yeah, yeah you ever see? In Weird Science? Science, when he turns into that creature. What about exactly. Twister? You ever, yeah, see the, exactly. you ever see him as a punk in uh, the first Terminator movie? You ever mm. see uh, what's that one? That Sam Raimi one? Uh, the, Simple the, Plan. He's yeah, great. Simple Plan. Yeah. Give me yeah. more of your Bill Paxton. Just throw it at me. What you you need to see some Bill Paxton and you'll realize yeah. this guy's fantastic. I love this guy. Okay, so so far we have a movie night lineup. You're thinking of Gary Bill Sinise. Paxton movie. I am yes. not thinking of Gary Sinise. You, oh, okay. Maybe just, I'm thinking I, of Bill Pullman. Oh, well, he he's great too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to sneeze all the time, and and uh, and he's trying to get engaged to Meg Ryan, and he's sneezing all the time. Yeah, and he's yeah, uh, Gina Davis's husband. Came back yeah, from he's the military. The president, president, and he's Still? um, and he's yeah. he's flying around in space balls. I don't like space balls. But speaking of Gina Davis, you know she's trying to like change the balls? image of Chardonnay. How's she going to try to change the image of Chardonnay? What does that mean? She was hired on by a winery in the Napa Valley to change how Chardonnay is talked about. Well, oh, I already I like it better. Okay, listen. They're like, Jake, you're lost. How about probably below Star Wars? Below Uh, Star Wars, I agree. I'm thinking looking around karaoke and graffiti. Those are both graffiti is a pretty 80s thing, I feel like. It's a thing that scared me in the 80s. Graffiti scared you? Yeah, because if you saw it, it was like, this is a gang. Oh, the gang signs? Yeah. All right. But graffiti's creative. Like, both karaoke and graffiti are creative, like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I think it deserves to be somewhere in, in there. Why shouldn't yeah. it be above Star Wars? Because Star Wars is like they make the Star Wars and then you watch it. Because that's that it. would put it above Twilight Zone. 
I think more people are into Star Wars, not saying that that's any case to make it higher, but I think more people are aware of Star Wars than they are of Dungeons and Dragons. So why can't or you just play it? Why Star Wars is play more a Star inclusive. Wars, why don't people play a Star Wars wow. themed um, as a medium? There's the sure they do. Yeah, as a medium for sure. But sure why don't they just play? Why like why isn't that more popular? You think Star Wars is a more popular setting? Like why don't people play sort of space cowboy? Because, because I think because Dungeons and Dragons got there first. Because Dungeons and Dragons came out in 1974 and Star came out in 1977. That's why. Yeah. Okay. If, okay. If, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons uh, requires a lot more interaction, where Star Wars you can just sit and watch. Yeah. 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 I don't you know. So, are, are you guys? Do you, is anybody arguing against? I mean, I guess Phil, you wanted to put it above Star Wars, or were you just? Yeah, questioning? I think so. I think it should be around pizza because people often eat pizza when they play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm here I, I, to tell you that I will not accept that. Jake, thinking back, are you more afraid of graffiti, or were you more afraid of Dungeons and Dragons? Like Channer, your inner eight, nine year old. Okay, um, probably Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, so I think <laughs> we should uh, if we had time i would make you roll for initiative but i think oh. because it's obviously has a stronger uh attitude and strength and presence you should put it above graffiti but below karaoke i agree with that but like melissa we you're win. an expert here so you're okay with that yeah okay right. karaoke drives me insane but people love it so i don't need to have a fight about karaoke with it so dungeons yeah. and dragons goes into 54 moving graffiti to 55 we're gonna take a break and uh, come back and rank the next thing Welcome back to the show. We have something else to rank, and that is sliced bread. And sliced bread is uh, submitted by Donovan. Now, sliced bread is like a a textbook example of what something that's good. People say it's the best thing since sliced bread, right? But how good is it really? Let's figure that out. It's pretty good. Now, we should make it clear that what we're talking about here is bread that comes pre-sliced, probably in a bag. It's not like you take a loaf of bread and you cut off a slice and that counts as sliced bread. This is pre-sliced by a machine. Yeah, pre-sliced by a machine with evenly spaced blades. Um, this was invented in 1928. So if you think about it, sliced bread is a relatively new invention. Um, of course, p- bread knives have existed before that. Um, now, before that, something people used to do is they would break bread. They would pass the bread mm-hmm. around and each person would break off a piece and get their germs all over it. But like that's that's something that like it's entered into language. It means to make peace with somebody or to like, you know, become their friend. And I was thinking like, you can't do that with sliced bread. Everybody just gets the slice that was already cut by a machine. And they're evenly so, shaped. I think it's like, I'm not sure how much I like it. Like thinking about it. Oh, it's, it's like about a, industrialization. It's about so industrialization. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. It's, exactly. It's, it's also like it's convenience for the um, producer that's um, disguised as convenience for the consumer because they're yeah. saying, isn't this great? Now it fits in the toaster. So of course you want to buy a toaster, but also it'll get moldy faster. It gets stale faster. Mm-hmm. You have to buy bread more, right? Because yeah. there's yeah, more surface area that exposed. So, yeah. and, and so now it's like, oh, I can live out in the suburbs. I don't have to live near a bakery. I can I can just go and get this uh, bread that's already sliced. I don't know. So there's something kind of bad about it in that sense because, but on the other hand, I've seen bread get cut. There's a Russian bakery on Geary. Um, Jake is not far from your house. And if you go there, they have the machine that slices, the, they bake the bread there and they slice it there. And the machine is awesome. And I can totally see why people would like line up to watch those machines back in the day because yeah. it's beautiful watching a, a loaf of bread get cut. So on that point, I have to say I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Like the mechanization is fun as an entertainment. But not so fun, I don't think, necessarily as like a, a function of our lives. One thing that I learned studying up on sliced bread is that because um, <laughs> the the sliced bread resulted in mostly thinner slices of bread that people were using, uh. which, which I mean, I love a sandwich that has a big, thick slice of bread, you know? And like, you like a slab. Just, 
like a slab of bread or two slabs of bread or whatever, you know. Um, it also made, meant people were eating more bread because um, I guess it was just more convenient to, you know, to eat. Yeah. Uh, and so, and I don't know if that's good. I mean, bread is great. I love bread. I love chunks of bread. I love eating bread in chunks. I love, you know, cutting the bread myself. Uh, I'm not that into sliced bread. I mean, it's good to make a sandwich with, but if you have the time, just cut a piece of bread and make the sandwich. That way. If you're making a sandwich for uh, 500 people, I'll find, people, a, way, I'll find a way to screw that's, it up, man. That's like, still sliced I, bread, though. No, it's not. No, we're no, talking, it doesn't count. We're, we're talking pre-sliced bread. We're talking yeah. about pre-sliced bread. Oh. If you yeah. slice was... the bread with a bread knife, it's that's that's different. That's, that's just bread. bread. That's bread's yeah. bread. We're talking about bread that comes already sliced. So we're talking about like the what is that brand? Promise Land? Is that it? The brown or, package or, with a or like Wonder very Wonder Bread. Or Wonder Bread. Pretty much any bread you uh, buy. Roman meal. Yeah, um, Dave's uh, uh twenty four uh, grain. Bit of honey. Uh, can yeah. I? I just want to no, say, no. just like everything on this show, I Google top. whatever it is and put "gay" in front of it to see what pops up. Oh, what so if you, you put gay in sliced gay, bread? "gay sliced bread," it's it's lovely. It's Does something pop up? I How mean, there's I... there's a picture of a uh, peanut butter and jelly on sliced bread, where the jelly is shaped like a thong and the peanut butter is the butt cheeks. Oh, and then the oh, next wow. piece of sliced bread is a hand. Out of jelly. Wait, did you look up Gay Dungeons and Dragons? What was Gay Dungeons and Dragons when you looked it up? What did you find? Do you want to know? Is is this... <laughs> sure. Right. Now, is, is it like... I would imagine it's really popular in the gay community. I mean, because it's it popular everywhere. I mean, yeah, yeah. my it's... character likes girls. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I am straight in real life. My character uh, that we play in person, she likes girls and boys. I, I totally could see how it could be a way for especially for uh like younger players but also older players like you know now I'm, i don't want to get back to dnd but they can explore no. stuff that they wouldn't explore that, that, that they wouldn't you know that like they they get to know themselves better by playing a, another character you know? I, if i do a dungeons and dragons character it's going to be half sliced bread half orc <laughs> how would what would it mean to be half sliced bread like you'd be spilling out <laughs> get all these, would you'd have vertical be, slices what would be dry oh, and moldy I thought of some other ideas for sliced bread. What if it was diagonal? Like, you know how instead of, if it was 45 degrees off from the, instead of being perpendicular to the loaf. So each yeah. bread. I guess you have like, to, yeah, you know, you can only approach the loaf from one direction because if you approach it from the other direction, then the loaf, the slices would be falling. You have to maintain the structural integrity of it by only um, choosing from one side. I swear yeah. I'm not high right now, but loaf is one of those underrated words. Oh, loaf like is a pretty good word. We have a, a we have word. a friend who used to have a car that people called the floating loaf. Nice. Um, was it a pacer? Which is a good name for a car. I don't know what I don't know what kind of car it was. This is just. I don't uh, remember what kind of okay. car it was either. So um. So uh, one one th- one bit of trivia about sliced bread is think that about uh, having a toaster before it was sliced though. Think about that. Like that would be awful. Or trying to sell toasters before they were sliced bread. You just anyway, have a toaster oven. Or a stove. I don't know. You could you could cut the bread to like fit most. I don't know. I'm not. I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Uh, in 1943, sliced bread was briefly banned as a wartime measure in order to make bread last longer to preserve it because sliced bread gets moldy faster, gets stale faster. Um, so it's an inferior product, if you ask me. It was only banned for three months, and then people got so angry that they had to end the ban. Do you know how to prevent your sliced bread from getting moldy and stale fast? Wait, how do you do that? Wash your hands. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I'm not kidding. That's what that's what causes uh, the juice isn't worth the squeeze on that one. On bread, <laughs> it's from your dirty hands touching it. Wash your hands, then make yourself a sandwich. I just I don't think I understand the idea of like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Because oh, the thing is, it changed the world. Like, it did, I know, yeah. but there's there's better things than since then, right? Uh, well, since 1920. Well, there was yeah. okay. So here's yeah. a timeline. Here's a timeline. You had fire, right? You had the wheel, the wheel. and yep. then you had sliced bread. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And then since sliced like bread. Since sliced bread, we've got... Um, Have you ever tried to slice a bagel? You know, like a common, a common cause of injury in your life is if you take a bread knife and you put it in your... Or you take a bagel and you put it in a, your palm of your hand and then you cut into it with a knife. People get put in the emergency room all day for this. Like... um. And and if if you ever work in an emergency room, I never have, but anecdotally, I've heard like uh, like half of the people coming in, it's because they were trying to cut a bagel in half in their hand and they cut it. Now that's why they come perforated, right? So yeah. imagine like before sliced bread, I bet it was just full of people cutting their hands up because they put the loaf of bread in the palm of their hand and were cutting, or you know they they put it. I like, think people on knew, their wrist. knew how to use knives better back then, but knives were harder yeah. to come by. I think. And I don't think they were making a cold cut sandwich back then either. Oh, because cold cuts probably weren't even a thing. No, it, probably, it was probably also, just like a piece of ham. I think that the whole phrase "better than best things since sliced bread" is fucking is propaganda, man. It's just you think that's a that's big bread. It's yeah, yeah exactly, big yeast, exactly. And to swing way wild to the other thing that I know a random amount about uh, in NASCAR, Joey Logano, when he premiered, they called him the uh, the corporate side of NASCAR pushed him as like that his nickname was sliced bread because he was going to be like the best new thing that hit NASCAR, and he he. <laughs> fucking sucked for ages he's a great driver and i mean he he was so young he was like i want to say 17 or 18 when he started so he was Wait, hella when, young it when was this fault. when was it when would this have been i he like was this in the 1940s what, or was this recently no no this is recent this is like okay. maybe like 2019 no no it's 2022 now every, every year in the 1940s every year yeah, since no. 1928 yeah, well, it goes it on the best thing since sliced bread becomes better of a thing. Like at, at one point it might've been reasonable if, if sliced bread was invented last year, you know, and it's 1929. And the only thing that's been invented in between that time and 1929 is poverty. Yeah. It's just like a depression. Well, then you're going to say like, well, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Cause what else has come out since then? You know, then yeah. as years went by, we got Dungeons and Dragons. We got, uh, uh, <laughs> we got share was born, you know, different, different things happen. Yeah. So, now you're speaking. Yeah, My so language. I kind of think we have to take that into account. Sliced bread is a good development, I would say, all in all. Jake, I understand uh, it has some negatives as well, but I think the positives outweigh the negatives for sliced what bread. One of the positives that it's wait, easy? I want to know real quick, what came first, living in Bakersfield and NASCAR oh, or NASCAR and then Bakersfield? Uh, NASCAR, Bakersfield is a definite, I am a grown up and made a decision about like my job like my job brought okay. me here so yeah no That's nascar is just a random input and uh, bakersfield's a bakersfield is a pause point for okay. my for my right. life um so but shout out, spread, like, shout out to bakersfield yeah bakersfield what's up <laughs> i always want to go to that spot um, where you can get a vegan indian food on the freeway but it's like it never makes sense to stop that's it. not it's quite like, bakersfield is it Oh, no, that's know. actually closer to Button Willow, yeah. and I I often think about driving to it, but then it seems far. And that's yeah. a little a, little further uh, than Little and Big Pinoch Road. Yeah. Those are real roads. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I'm ready to rank sliced bread. I think we understand what it is. I think we yeah. I think we've talked a little bit about the positives and negatives. I think okay. all that remains for us to do with it, unless there's a, a bombshell about it. It's good for single parents or parents yeah. in general that are making lunches for mm -hmm. their kids. I'm sure Octomom. Benefits oh, from yeah. sliced Gosh, bread mom. or Kate Gosselin yeah. from John and Kate plus eight. Do you think, but like, people I'm sure, have bread you know, knives. that's like, 16 slices of bread my, already cut. Is your bread knife sad because it doesn't get to cut bread as much as like it, its ancestors did? Yeah. Probably. It is. And that's like, a, that's an important thing to take into consideration, man. And instead uh, of like, yeah. and, and, and sad like bread, bread knives, knives. Want, they want, they want it cut. They want or it maybe the bread knife's hands. happy because it doesn't have to work as much. Yeah. It gets oh, to stay sharp. 
Yeah. It doesn't have to go through the dishwasher. I, I got not supposed to put it in the dishwasher, but you know. Oh, you're not supposed. I got a. I got a lot of knives, right? And some of my knives, I have a little paring knife, and it gets used constantly, right? Or like a little chef knife. But then there's like some strange, oddly shaped knives that I never, ever, ever use them, and they just get a free ride. They get to sit and in like and do yeah. whatever they want all day. It's you should fair. charge them extra rent. Um. So at two fifteen, we have triscuits, which is another uh, food that's a product of uh, industrialization. Oh. Triscuit, aka the electricity biscuit. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's by sardines, and sometimes you make a sandwich with sardines. I feel like I like triscuits more than sliced bread. I mean, it's got the word it's it's a combination of the words. Well, triscuits come and in different varieties, but the thing is, we have rye bread. Rye bread usually, when you buy it, it comes sliced. That's well, on the list no, of not necessarily. Only not, not, I mean, only not if you buy true, sliced Phil, rye come bread. Come on. Okay. Okay. Not true. What? Okay, but I mean, you, if we're not, you, so the point is, we're not ranking bread. If you want, if you if you think bread overall, bread, any type of bread is better than triscuits. Okay, fine. Uh, we can put it higher. I'm, than that. I'm looking at. Bread makes it worse. It makes I'm looking it at two fifty like... PG thirteen. What's that? Right Which above one? that. What what two, what number 250. is that? Two fifty. Oh, that's a, that might oh, be too. PG thirteen. That's too low. PG-13. I like around triscuits and seltzer and peanut butter ice cream top ramen because it's all it's not fast food but it's like convenient food. Yeah. I mean peanut butter ice top cream. Top ramen. But... That's a very good. It's very similar there because yeah. it's like you could you take like, something great and you make it less great. Well, you make it accessible, though, Jake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like the same thing with um. I know that we're going to hear about this from Stefan because that's an issue for him when we ranked uh, metal straws or we ranked plastic straws so low. He's like, yeah, well, convenience is a real thing. Like people having 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 sliced bread and not having to do the slicing. You want this drudgery? Spend all your life slicing bread. Yeah, man, it. it's fun. Not, like like you don't even get to live your life. You spend the whole life cutting bread. Not, not me. Kids are I like, I don't want sliced bread. bread. Like um, I want to be with my son as he grows up. I don't want to be stuck in the kitchen. Cutting <laughs> Why don't you the guys bread? hang out in the kitchen? That's what you need to be doing: is no. slice some bread together, man. Get in the like, kitchen. Like, in a kitchen. Like, Dad, you need to be breaking socks. bread with your son. Dad, yeah. it's my it's my graduation. I'm like, sorry, I can't make it. I'm cutting this bread into even slices. Your son's favorite song is "Cats in the Cradle" because you're only totally. always slicing bread. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sorry. And then if I screw it up, I have to throw the whole loaf away. Man, all these scraps. The pressure. I know. I, I like sliced bread saves people from real drudgery. It's easier for you to say because no, you it only takes, have lived in a world. To... We were all born in a post sliced bread world, so we we don't appreciate it, but we should appreciate it maybe. There's a lot of sliced just, bread I... at grocery outlet bar and market. Oh yeah. yeah. Where, where, Which, where's that? that? What number is that? Number two twenty. Two twenty. I do. I would um, say that I prefer a Tommy Bahama shirt over sliced bread. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my issue with sliced bread is really it in theory. So I'm good with anywhere around here if you guys... I defer to our guests. If Jason and Melissa can agree with one another on where to put it, I'm happy Melissa, to Melissa, as it. long as it's below share, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's his motto. It's, it's, I mean, that's that's fine. Um, share is my put ceiling. But well, that's number 10. No, she's, she's, number like, 10 yeah. she's, she's up there. That gives you a lot of range. Yeah, let's, yeah it gives me a lot of leeway let's, let's to start at, a whole new conversation. Let's look at the, the range so. we were in. Somewhere yes. near 215, like that's maybe give yeah, or take. Yeah, there's interesting foods around here. There's some, I there's some it, like, I like the I idea would, of putting it by how about, seltzer. How about this? Unlike yeah. hard seltzer, sliced bread is not a fad. Oh, there you yeah. go. We it's, don't know it, that yet. It's only been a hundred. You know years. what? I think like, it should be above hard seltzer around. for sure. And so, I, in my opinion, right between triscuits and hard seltzer would be good. I think that's great. Yeah. Okay, sweet. I think that's great. I also like it that Stefan was mad about the straws. <laughs> oh yeah, he didn't like it. He's he's uh, he's. It, it's an issue for him because he says like, look, we have to have. Uh, convenience matters and it matters and, and and like carrying around a metal straw is no good and i don't want to do it and a paper straw is gets soggy and uh you know he has like everyone's got their opinion yeah phil and i have received like a small pamphlet's worth of like complaints about paper straws and praise of plastic straws via text from stefan in the last 
couple of months. Is this um, Coca-Cola's anyways, propaganda? Sliced bread, yeah. the food goes in at uh, 216, <laughs> moving hard seltzer, <laughs> the beverage, to 217. And I've got an important announcement to make. We are now at 300 items on the list. We did it. You were wrong. Um, uh, and the other thing we're going to do is take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to re-rank something and hopefully we can do it kind of fast because we're running pretty long, okay. but we'll see. All right. Okay. Welcome back. Um, we're going to re-rank something now. Now, who won the poll and how, so, what um, were the results of the poll? Well, here's what happened, listener. If this is your first episode, uh, oh, yeah. welcome. Um, welcome. If yeah, it's your last episode, goodbye. Yeah. Oh, so long. <laughs> it might be after this re-ranking. I tried <laughs> so, to stall so uh, that we couldn't get to it. So every once in a while, um, we summon um, the spirits to help us through uh, the process of re-ranking an item. Uh, every so often, an item gets ranked in the wrong place or, you know, uh, the sort of the alignment of the stars changes and, and uh, turns the place that the item is ranked at into the wrong place. Some weird shit happens. And we have to re-rank it. We ask our listeners to help us by nominating items that they think are ranked at the wrong place. Then um, we take those items and uh, put a poll online. Our listeners vote on which items should be re-ranked. Um, and the one that won this time was Harry Styles. Um, we originally ranked... Well, Harry Styles was originally submitted by Emily Kay. We ranked him back in uh, episode 71. And then um, both both Dirty Dan Sin and Beth nominated him for re-ranking. I think they both thought he was ranked too high. We'd ranked him in... Yeah. He's currently, he was at like 20, 23 or the early, the, the, the low 20s. Um, he won by 32% of the vote uh, for being re-ranked. Goats were... A close second place, kind of close second place with 24% of the vote. Cochlear implants were third place with 9% of the vote. So, I mean, it was pretty definitive that uh, Harry Styles was the one that uh, should have been Now, there might re-ranked. be some people who wanted to re-rank him because they want him to go higher, though. True, right? yeah. And and yeah. maybe he will. Like, I'm well, confident when he, I say that this now? vote was rigged. He's number 23. <laughs> oh, I see him. I found him. Now, I, Styles I looked earlier, but can't find is him again. a is a singer and pop star, and I think sometimes actor, right? Uh, oh yeah, from, from English. I, he was just in he was just in a movie, uh, Eternals. So, yes. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah. He was just in Eternals. Oh, sorry, uh, spoiler. He shows up as uh, Eros, aka Star Fox, which is, in my opinion, maybe the best. Like going into it bl- sort of blind, not knowing what's what's you know it's, seeing. Eros is a also role. a gay sauna in San Francisco. True. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one of the Where best. Where is that? Like oh. <laughs> maybe i can show you sometime phil uh, cool <laughs> i think it's one of the best marvel movie castings since robert downey jr maybe the best one since robert uh, downey jr is Tony i find Stone. it interesting that this vote oh, happened when i was out of the country well yeah but you could vote on it yeah you, you can vote the, you got the internet i was i was emailing mm. with you and fucking while you were in morocco yeah man mm. all right okay here's what's up here's what's up so i call shenanigans i'd like well, to your complaint is like you were in morocco and it was such a yeah. drag and this thing oh, happened no. without you it's just from bakersfield a big like double flip-off so here's I was the thing also about in Portugal. harry styles this guy is a um this guy i i went looking i was like what's the negative side of him so i i was searching for like bad harry styles uh, I don't like Harry Styles, and nobody can ever. Nobody seems to have anything bad to say about the guy. He seems like a wonderful human being, a, a good-looking guy. A, 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 you know, um, he's making music. You know, a lot of people say they don't really care for his music so much. They're like, it might not my cup of tea, but I really like this guy. So I thought, yeah. what, like, what rank, what right do we have to like put him below these other things? But there's other things that are like that that are blowing me away. Like a sandwich is an incredible invention. Think about well, a sandwich. Okay. It's the best thing since sliced bread. It is sliced. It's sliced bread with other <laughs> you things. Can't, on it. You can't fuck a sandwich, Phil. You can't. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you can't. Oh, Jason, on, I got bad news for you about Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it's like well, uh, a boy can dream. and also you, there's some sandwiches like you know um i don't want to get into okay yeah it's a different podcast here's the thing i think a lot of the people on our list are ranked really high and i think that can cause some real problems like we 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 cause this by we have dolly parton really high so then share has to be high so there's all these real people who i think are higher than they should be because i don't think any people are like are that high because people like people are mortals they're not they're flawed individuals even harry styles even dolly parton you know everybody well, Phil, is, is i mean, even I mean uh, people are mortals but they also like we wouldn't be making this list the list would exist but without any oh. people on it but if there weren't people we wouldn't be here making this list i mean uh you know I, I, yeah and bicycles didn't bring the mexican pizza back phil you're right and bicycles yeah. were made by people <laughs> But like someone could have brought I just one feel back. Like, like maybe it's wrong to lift people up this high. Like maybe it's, it's maybe it's wrong for us. Do you think that aliens could invent a bicycle? Like if you'd have to be a person. No, the Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But Phil, I don't want. You, we shouldn't let the listener get the impression from you that that you um, hate people. That, well, that, no, that there's something like that. The that the rankings on the list aren't. You know. Um, oh no, the rankings are real. It just. Okay. I feel like it. I feel like. Some of these people are too high. In fact, most of them are too high. Even it's the, the ones danger of putting like a, a person, a human, a flawed human on a pedestal, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, I think. And, and because, especially because if we have Britney Spears at number 15, then people who don't like Britney Spears but do like somebody else will say, oh, I like um, uh, 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 who's somebody that's not Britney Spears. I can't think of it. Weird anybody. Al. Weird Al I, should be higher. Weird Al should be higher than Britney Spears. What did Britney Spears ever do? Weird Al wrote Eat It. Come on. Be, and like, so now we're, con- it's like we're comparing. Well, the problem is that Weird Al also wrote Oops, I'm Pregnant her, so Again. To- and I think that was part of our <laughs> yeah. justification for putting yeah, uh, there's Britney a lot Spears of- higher. <laughs> Yeah. Also, great. a quick Google search will tell no, you that just, there's nothing wrong with Harry yeah. Styles. You already yeah, said that. It's that's true. The thing. Well, I, I looked. I did as a devil's advocate. I did. It was my duty to go and find the argument against them. And I was. I, I'm prepared to move him down, but I can't. I'm I, not. I, I'm I, not. I don't. I don't accept. Like Phil, I don't agree with your opinion about people being ranked too high in general. But I do. Like I, think I, I you. Do, are, I, I rank you highly, Jake. I'm just saying. At that, a like, principle, he's going higher. We'll see. Well, but. I think it's weird because I don't know anything about him. I mean, other than like knowing who he is and like having like a cultural like touchstone for Harry yeah. Styles and like there's nothing negative about him. He just I came think, out I with think, a new record. I'm more I pumped than I was the first time. But wait a minute. I, 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 a, lot of people, a lot of people have come out with records. It's like yeah. I, if I don't like the record, why do I have to make it go so high up on the list? I don't get it. But I just think there's something to be said that you – I mean, and like I said, he's probably not perfect, but it's kind of interesting that like – I don't know anything about him. And I listened to his music. His music sounded like fine. Like I didn't hate it. I didn't like, wouldn't put it on my Spotify, but everything about him, it sounds like is positive, you know? And that's interesting to not be able to find or to know or to hear anything well, negative I mean, about he a is, celebrity. Yeah, especially young, especially coming in from the uh, country he comes oh, yeah. from. How old is he? He's, I mean, he's in his early 20s. I don't know exactly how old. Oh, he's got plenty of time. He's Never been, mind. He's been in the public eye for, for, for years. years. <laughs> no, no, yeah. he's been in public eye for years. No, no, for, for like, like for like half a decade at minimum. Maybe, I think more. 28. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Like so he's actually, been, he's, he's not, actually 28 is old years. enough to fuck yeah. up for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not only uh, that, but like he lives in a country where if you oh, are in like intense scrutiny, yeah. Like people are looking for something wrong with him, you know? Like you think they're not digging through his trash trying to find something he said or something he did and nobody could find anything. So maybe we have someone across a perfect image. curious that he never throws away underwear. Wait, is that is that a thing? <laughs> Jason's taking his trash. How do you I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's mm. like. Uh, so I, I would say, like, sort of the, the worst thing about him, one might say, is that his like artistic output is, so far at least, which he's got more to produce probably, is 
Better than average at I mean, worst. I mean, that's subjective. Think, but, it's like, that's, I don't like it, but there are fans of it. And they yeah, like it. Yeah, I think it's better than average. Um, which is, but, and that's kind of, kind of the worst thing about him. What are you the other thing about? is that he what? did steal Jason Sudeikis' wife. Yeah. You know, how do you steal? Oh, yeah, you don't how steal someone's work? wife. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Jake. Yeah, Jake. She didn't have a choice. I mean, if he was a man of honor, he might have like you know backed off or something. He You're should have right, bought though. a duel or something. What? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. Okay, I take it back. That's a, that's the best thing about him. I meant Olivia on her own free will <laughs> left Jason Sudeikis for reasons you know. Oh, I do. We I don't. don't. I we don't, we don't keep up on this stuff, man. We don't keep up on you know this what? stuff. This isn't, you can't, this you isn't can't. a juicy tabloid podcast, so we're not going to get into that. When we Jason pivot, Sudeikis we... knows what he did. Oh, I see. What's happening? Uh, okay. He grew that mustache. So, so, uh, oh, so my I mustache think, is rad. So I think Harry Styles should go a little lower. He's, and here's, or he's not and single why. anymore. Harry Styles is a wonderful guy. Oh, no, nothing real bad to say about him. So uh, close. Weird Al Yankovic, also a wonderful guy. No one ever said a bad thing about him, right? Yeah, uh, I did. Bruce Springsteen, who, whoever said a bad thing about Bruce Springsteen, right? Mm. I don't, I, I get to hear it. Bill Murray is where we get to where there's a famous entertainer where you do hear a lot of bad stuff about this guy. People say, this guy's a jerk. This guy's abusive. This well, guy's a, uh, they've said he's a jerk. I don't know about abusive. Yeah, no, they did recently. Uh, yeah, he just got fired, right? Yeah. Really? From what? Some movie, I don't know. From yeah, movie or something he was working on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's sad to hear. So, but I kind of, I'm kind of in line with what Phil is saying here. Also, these people are older. Honestly, this is also a bias I have, maybe against the young, is that if we judge somebody on body of the work, we can't give somebody credit for things they haven't done yet. When it's time, when it's all said and done, right? When Harry Styles is, is has been dead for fifty years, people may look back on him and they say this was the greatest human being that ever lived. He brought a peace and harmony to the world. But he's twenty eight years old. He hasn't done that yet. You know, it's yeah. not fair. It, it's almost not fair to rank him. But if we're going to be I mean, forced like to rank him and then re rank him. His record just since we ranked him the first time, like we ranked him the first time we sort of like uh, had uh, you and I put a leap of faith into uh, Jason and Natalie, who had both recently seen him in a concert. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and, but they were arguing, especially Jason, that like uh, his potential is what we should rank him on. Uh, And a couple of things he's done just since that time is he made this. Just uh, since that time, though, you know what volcanoes have done since that time? Hey, man, no. He he came out with new nail polish, a new nail polish color that I'm actually wearing right now. Name a single volcano. Let me see it. I'll judge for myself. Let me see it. It's okay. Let Hold, the record please. reflect. Let the listener. Oh no! Let the you, listener. Said, you said you were wearing it right now. Oh, it's on I your am. feet. My toes. Oh. My toesies. Oh. Let the listener. Um, and I will tell you, you it is not start, oatmeal. You can start an OnlyFans while you show your feet. Yeah, oh, let fast. the record show. You start for the feet boys. Start one. <laughs> I got a separate cam going right now. Well, his feet are coming <laughs> up. I'm going to ask Phil what um, volcano has done a duet of "I Feel Like a Woman" with Shania Twain on Coachella in the last six months. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. None. Okay. Uh, so well, you, volcanoes yeah, you didn't come out with the whole Duniverse nail polish line. Yeah, um, I I watched that. Uh, I feel like a woman duet recently. Like he didn't have. Yeah. That's not an obvious move to make. Shania on fucking Coachella. He did it. He sang the lyrics. Oh, this looks that looks nice, Jason. Wait, but I've sang the lyrics to man. I feel like ah. a woman. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's what makes him great. He's just like you and me, who have like Wait, for years I, been do, performing that song in karaoke. I did that song in karaoke in Saskatoon like ten years ago, uh, across the street from the fucking Mountie Academy. So, so um, what you think that the the you and the Mounties should go higher than Harry Styles? Then, right? No, Harry Styles. Has I'm to... saying Harry Styles clearly has fucking. Um, you think he should go uh, up? 
Well, no, higher. I think he should go. No, I don't think he should go up. I think he should, he should go lower than he is. But the, I think the he should go below done, the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge is a massive achievement of engineering. It's an incredible thing. People come from all over the world to look at it, take a picture of it. Even when it's foggy, they walk across it, even though they can't see anything. Right. And they still yeah. are that excited to be on it. They charge you five bucks just to drive across it or ten bucks. Now. So, so if you're going to put it below the Golden Gate Bridge, then I want to put it. Well, you know, I think I honestly here's the thing that really uh, where I really get snagged with this. I like Harry Styles. I think he's great. He seems like a great person. But and it, there's is an easy comparison. Uh, uh, and you already brought him up, Phil, at number thirty five. Bruce Springsteen, you know, a male uh, singer, uh, songwriter. Um, who yeah. Is a generation for the older. record, you're too low. I mean, too this low. guy wrote Hungry Heart. Harry Styles kind of wrote as it was. Uh, yeah, but it's, that's, uh, look, that song's not that's that not great. Hating, I mean, that's not hating on Harry Styles. Okay, that's not but like, like, yeah. that's, that's, that's like, that's esteemed company. That's rubbing yeah, shoulders true. with the legends. Like, and these it puts, are, it puts are, him above Bill Murray. Yeah. Mm-mm. It puts I think him higher is too high. What about you, Melissa? What do I'm you looking think? right between number 23 and 24. Harry Styles and Air. Perfect spot. <laughs> so you want to move him down to where he is now, to below Harry Styles. What about you, Melissa? What number reaches out? Or maybe we're all off. Maybe he should be like way down. Higher. I, well, I don't. Yeah. So I don't know too much about music, but like Shakira is the next one. Like if you move away from the clump, the little oh, section the, that we're looking at. Where's Shakira? Okay. Shakira's at 71. And I was yeah. trying to kind of, as a person who is not really tuned into music, like trying mm-hmm. to think of like, who has Shakira, a good... Shakira's a polymath too. Like, yeah, you know, she's a she's a, a a very interesting human being in her own right. I, I don't think you Harry, never hear anything bad about Shakira. So. But you it never feels hear too that, low though, right? Seventy-one feels too low. So that's just what I was feel looking at. Like, it feels low because Harry Styles is so high. No, for Harry Styles. Oh, that's true. Oh. Maybe I don't know. I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant that's too low for Shakira. Well, it does seem kind of low for Shakira. Well, yeah, that's shocking, man. That's amazing. It's hard because it's hard because music is subjective. Yeah. If you're looking yeah. at it that way, it's subjective. But if you're looking at Harry Styles, he seems like he's a great ally. I don't know his um, inclinations, but he seems to have a real uh, presence in social media and out in the world to try to give voices to those who don't necessarily have those kind of voices. And so I think there's value then, add to that I'd as say well. he's the reincarnation I, of Princess Diana. There, I said it. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> I don't... That, I think... Did, did, did I, 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 I want to say also that that nail polish... So you know what you're the saying ladies is you at the hamam, him? I went to much joy seeing a man with painted nails. They loved it. Wait, at the where you went to? Oh, I see. At the um... explain to us what hamam is. It's a bathhouse in and where do you where do you find Morocco? Those? Oh. I found this one in Morocco. <laughs> okay, the ladies that scrubbed me down. Or after Portugal, <laughs> it was in between. <laughs> I I'll tell you where I want this guy to go. I want this guy to go, and now maybe this is my bias. Maybe I'm a boomer, but I think that this guy. Should go uh, below Weird Al Yankovic and Bruce Springsteen, but above Bill Murray. Over um, my dead body. The thing is, yeah. Bruce Springsteen is also. Think about Bruce Springsteen. This guy is an ally too. This guy is like. Uh, this guy yeah. is a friend of 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 the common man and woman. Like this guy is uh is like I just think like a, a treasure of of our America. And I, as an American, maybe I'm a bit biased. And I think that like Harry Styles has a whole has a whole life ahead of him to like. Sure, you know, but to, Harry Styles hasn't body shamed anyone oh, in a song. You? What did, what did, what did Bruce Springsteen do? do? Oh, you're, I'm talking about Weird Al. Oh, uh, okay. That's true. Well, the, that's the problem. Is that's that Weird parody, Al, but I guess. Yeah, but yeah. He, he still sang it. It's still body shaming. I don't think he sings it anymore. If so, he's. I think Can we he's, fact check before the ranking? Mm, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is oddly high on the list compared he to Bruce Springsteen. No, because he's great. He's really fun. He's amazing. He like, Look, he, I mean, he's the king. You know of what parodies. happened to him? You know the tragedy that he's, befell him. 
He's coming to Bakersfield. It's oh, one nice. of the very few things yeah, good in Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Like, go like, see think about that. Yeah. Fucking Harry Styles isn't going to Bakersfield. Yeah, he's... fuck that guy. Because <laughs> he's too busy in Los Angeles and New York doing residencies. All when right. was... Uh, I guess when he can't was travel to see the residency. people. Okay, I've he said, lives in LA. I, I've said what I think. Where should we put him? I agree with I Phil. Mean, yeah. The new number 22. <laughs> okay. And, and to... what about Melissa? I, I think he belongs below Bruce Springsteen and above Bill Murray. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> you're, all I'm saying is you don't want to piss off those Harry Styles fans. But there's no. Harry Styles is, a, is really high on the list. Like, He's moving down. When y'all start getting hate mail, don't he's still high. Me. There's so many. There's so many. Yeah. We're three hundred. Just know this papers. is against above, my will. He's above I Star do not Wars consent. And, uh, and pizza. Right? I do not consent to this. <laughs> okay, well, you're doing it under. This duress. is an outrage. I'm taking so, it up with HR. Harry Styles has been moved to number thirty-five. Hey, hey, Jason. Jason there's nothing to say that, that he can't. Next time we re-rank, re-rank something, be submitted again. When we get voted in again and get moved higher. Um, you never know, and maybe maybe he'll do some great things between now and that yeah. time to make yeah, a like higher he, or, if, or release if, some if albums ne- that are like better than a Bruce Springsteen album. If he negotiates a peace treaty between uh, the Ukrainians and the Russians, and, yeah. he, and, he, and he makes it so that there's not a war going on, and, and uh, he settles all that, and then people will say, you know what, Hairstyle should go. He's he's too low on that but list. Did, We're going to put did him Bruce up Springsteen do that? No, yeah, but, think but if about he did, did he'd go Murray higher than do that. No, but if they did, That's they'd go higher on the list. Oh, I see. Those guys are those guys at the end Your of their Your logic careers. is flawed. Think about think about when he when he is like the reincarnation of Princess Diana, and he becomes that worldwide like he belongs on that pedestal that the world creates yeah. for him. How you'll be able to tell us all how right you were, but that's and it. how wrong that's we were. Assuming that yeah. Queen Mum doesn't have him killed. You yeah. think that that's yeah. in the cards? Yeah. Probably not. Just don't go through the tunnels. <laughs> the, uh, my new yeah, shirt. Don't go through the Wait, tunnels. Melissa, you can't just avoid tunnels your whole life. Like, there's places I mean, you won't be able to go. <laughs> he's probably got a private jet. You can probably just like fly around. If you're that, if he, I assume he's No, because he very, cares very about wealthy. the environment, so he doesn't do private jets. How but do does he so take much? Southwest? I'm making that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he does private All jets right. for sure. I, I okay, think so we got to wrap it up, man. Gets moved because from... We're, we got to go yeah. on to the hiatus. Isn't our yes. hiatus so, coming? Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. Again, though, against my, my will. You see my bags are packed. Against my against, will. Against Jason's will, um, behind Jason's yeah. back, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, despite we Jason's protest, lamentations and protestations, uh, Harry yeah. Styles has been moved to number 35, which moves uh, Bill Murray to number 36. Um, and yeah, we want to let the listener know, we've ranked 300 things now. That's exciting. Um by the time this episode comes out, I'll be in Europe. I'm going to Europe for like two full months. Um, I'll be in Berlin already when this episode comes out. And we uh, can't keep recording. We're going to have to go on a hiatus because of that. Because uh, yeah. it's a crazy recording schedule. I've got a crazy work schedule. And with the time difference, um, it's it's going to have to be that we don't record any episodes while I'm in Europe. Um, we tried. We wanted to make it episode 100, but you know that did, just didn't work out. I went, I went to Europe first. We did make it to uh, 300 items on the list. Um, but... We'll come back sometime late summer when I'm back, um, but take a break for now, listener. Um, that just gives Harry, Harry Styles to, time to like to solve yeah, the problem exactly. in Ukraine. And yeah, we've charlatans. Got, we've got 94 episodes. <laughs> if you haven't listened to, you can listen to. And uh, I want to say thanks to Jason for um, all the many shows he's been on. Thank you. Um, and thanks to Melissa for the two shows she's been on, including this one. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to um, all our listeners and everybody who's submitted and all our guests and you know everybody that's played along with this. Uh, we really couldn't rank you enough. 
Uh, we hope you have a oh. great summer. <laughs> you defeated me. <laughs> also, so, if you if you need addresses for the hate mail, yeah. DM me. Slide into them. And yeah, uh, we have, hope you have a great summer. Rankcation. Stay out of trouble. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, should I say go to the, the everydamnthing.net yeah. for the list of show notes. And if you have something you'd like to add to the list of everything, yeah. Uh, yeah. send it to us. And that we hope you enjoyed it. And... Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can suggest topics there and subscribe or follow. And our theme is yeah. by Jay Fugit. And if you enjoyed the show, rate and review it and send us a screenshot of a five-star review and we'll bump a submission of your choice to the front of the queue if you do that. And if you want to support the show, the best thing you can do is rank commend it to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, guys, yeah. for being on. We'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Rank you. Thank you.